This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And I'm looking at the calendar. We are like full-fledged into fall. I hate to admit it because you guys know how I feel about any other season besides summer. And um, Halloween is around the corner. And that also means that, can you, I'm like trying to wrap my head around it. We're like almost two months into the back to school season already. And I feel that like, once we get to this point, it's just like, go, go, go. We don't even realize that, you know, we just started what seems like sometimes, I don't know, just the other day. Right. Uh, But we're, we're like, in uh, in back to school mode, full fledged. We're there. Routine is back, and it's just like, when's the next break? When's the next break? And so, I was thinking, you know what? We need to do like a little back to school check in. How are we doing so far? And of course, I am talking about the host of the Juggle Is Real podcast, mama of three boys, lifestyle expert, content creator, Miss Andriana Gonko, Andriana. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pina. I'm doing really well. You know, we're in the swing of it. And I like to say this is a marathon, not a sprint this school year, right? So we are right in the thick of it. Right? Like, I know that it's been like a month and a half. We're approaching that two-month mark. But in some ways, it seems like, oh, we just we just went back to school. And then in other ways, it's like, oh, no, we are we are like knees deep into things right now. Totally. Totally. I feel the same. It's like almost like the blink of an eye and we're already pulling out boots and coats and toques and all of that sort of stuff. But um, I saw a meme the other day that made me laugh and it was something along the lines of like, I think I have to quit my job so that I can keep up with all the emails from my, my kids' schools. And I feel that, you know, like there's a lot on the go. You know what, to that point, I've got to say something. I'm one of those moms. I don't know if you're the same or not, but I don't check the emails. I'm horrible. They keep coming in, but then I've got work emails and I've been an entrepreneur, you know, I've got the radio show and I'm a content creator and I'm a part-time profit humber. So I've got emails hitting me in every direction that when the school stuff comes, I act, this, this could be a really good tip for some of you parents out there. I have that one mom I go to, and that is my daughter, (laughs) Samantha, her best friend, Emma, her mom, Melissa, she's like on the parent council. She knows what's going on. So I don't check emails. I text Melissa. I'm like, yo, what's going down? Do we have, do we have, do we have an insider? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do we have a dress down day? Is it certain colors? When's pizza lunch starting? Because I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm busy. And I'm just losing my mind, you know, because I too (laughs) have three children, you know? So Andrea, tell me, you've got three boys. How old are they? Yes, I have almost nine. Uh, my middle son just turned seven. And then our youngest is about two and a half. So we uh, run the gamut cool. from thinking he's the teenager to still in that cute little middle stage. And then the toddler phase, which, you know, I'm sure you remember it. <laughs> well, it's super cute, but uh, it's a busy time. It's a busy time. But even he's he started preschool this this year. So he had three mornings a week. He is, uh, he is getting his backpack or his pack pack as he calls it, and he's getting to school. So I, I totally hear you because we've got 
um, emails and messages and the, the different apps and the different dojos and the different ideas coming from all sorts of different places. Uh, so there's, there's a lot happening. And so I, I, what I like to say is, is truthfully, like, let's, let's all manage our expectations because at the beginning of the year, you know, there, there's so much happening. And I know a lot of us, myself included, we think we have to have everything done. We have to do it all perfectly. Right. We have to have, you know, the labels on everything. We have to make sure we've, you know, crossed off every single item on the, on the, the, the parents and the, the teachers to do list and the materials and all of these things. But really like we've got a long ways to go. Right. So I feel like if we can, you know, give ourselves a little bit of grace, if you have that insider parent who's super on the ball like you do, that's amazing. <laughs> I know, you know, last week my son had a field trip and it was kind of the day before we didn't have the permission slip. So I'm emailing the school. These things happen, right? But when we can manage our expectations, understand that, you know, we can be as prepared as we have time for. As things come up, we'll be able to manage them as they go. And, you know, these things are going to happen, right? So let's, let's just be realistic about how much time we have, you know, how much energy we can give to this and know that we love our children. We want to see them succeed. And, and you know what, if things slip off from time to time, it's, it's really not the end of the world. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because honestly, us parents, I'll say parents, but then I will speak more specifically to the mamas. Sorry, dads. Um, we have a lot of that mom guilt, yes. you know, and it's just like, I can't keep up. Um, am I doing things right? Am I failing my child? You know, and it's like, it's <laughs> stuff. my kids. Samantha is 12. Liliana is 10. And happy birthday to my baby Marcus, who just turned eight today. Um, you know, oh, so it's happy like, birthday, it's Marcus. crazy. It's crazy. It's hectic. Well, thank you. Like, I know. I can't believe it. Eight years old already. It seems like yesterday he was in my arms, you know, and how many times, you know, any parent can, can like think back and be like, wow, from birth to now, how many times do I think like, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I failing my child? Am I screwing my child up? You know? And I, I honestly like to think that if you're thinking like that, you are a good parent because you care. And you love them. You only want the best for them, right? But like you said, we got to give ourselves some grace because in this day and age, we're working because we have to work. We're trying to, you know, help our kids out as best as they can, send them to school, help them with homework, extracurricular activities, um, all of that stuff. Adriana, I have to tell you, when you say give yourself some grace, it's something I think that it's hard for us to do as parents, but we have to do it. And we need to practice that. You know, I want to hear from you. How have you been doing so far with the school year and your boys? Yes. I, you know, give yourself some grace. We know the juggle is real. That's the name of the podcast. And we know we're all going through so much. And so I think, you know, setting realistic expectations is great for myself, even though I'm, I'm saying these things, I do catch myself, you know, it was, you know, almost, you know, not even a week into the first, you know, few days of school. And already I was dropping off my boys and we were late and, you know, I'm, we're kind of like running in there with our tail between our legs. And I'm thinking, how did we do this? I thought I was prepared. And, you know, I was, you know, hard on myself, right. I don't, I don't want the, the boys to be late for school. And so then I'm like, okay, let's just set realistic expectations. You know, sometimes these things happen and, you know, these toddler meltdown or whatever it's going to be, these things happen. 
So I, I, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give myself that grace and I'm trying to relieve myself of that guilt, right? We have, you know, mom guilt is for better or for worse. Unfortunately, it's a thing and we don't hear about dad guilt as much for the parents, for the dads out there, but the mom guilt, I think we are setting expectations that are just unrealistic. And so when, when, when we can lower them just a little, when we can understand that things are going to happen, there's going to be bumps in the road and it's not necessarily our fault, right? Maybe we can release a little bit of that guilt, release that judgment. No, we're all in the same boat here. So even that mom, that's your friend who's super on the ball, I'm sure things are happening for her too. And so, you know, comparison really is the thief of joy and it can sometimes harm us, especially as parents, as moms, when we're looking outwards and we're seeing, oh, she looks so put together or those kids are dressed so cute and they've never missed any type of spirit day or any of these things. But really stopping that comparison trap can be so helpful in releasing some of that guilt and those judgments that we have and just allowing things to be easier. That's what I'm here for. Easier parenting. That's what I'm all about. Okay. I love this. And I want to hear all about how to make things easier. I need to make my life easier. So don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have Andriana help not only me out, but you parents listening at home. This is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca. Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. This is the Parenting Show here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. And on the show with me tonight, I've got a fellow mama. But not just any fellow mama. I've got the host of the Juggle is Real podcast, mama of three, lifestyle expert, Miss Andriana Gonko. And we're talking about back to school. I can still say it. I know that we're like a month and a half in, but like we're doing like a little back to school check-in right now. Where are we? How are we feeling? What's going on? And uh, and before the break, Andriana was telling us about wins and like simplifying things. I want to hear more about this. Help me out here. Yes, Pina. You know what? It's Sunday night. We're thinking about the week ahead. Maybe we've got a huge to-do list that already has to be done. The week hasn't even started yet. So honestly, my, my number one advice is really like, let's go for the easy win. Right. Are you with me? I feel like, you know, okay, the hold on. Is underway. Easy win. I easy win. love that phrase, that term. I want, I am all I'm in, I'm in, let's go easy. Okay. Win. Let's do this. Yes. As parents, sometimes, you know, we've got so much on the go. We want to make sure that we can have these these staples, these things that we can count on. It's like, yes, we don't even have to think twice about it because we know we've got that under control. And one of the things that is on my to-do list every every single day is the lunches, right? I don't know who's packing yeah. lunches for everyone yeah. in the household, but that's the, that daily routine. It can be time consuming. And, you know, we've got a and lot dreadful, of dreadful, dreadful. I mean, there there are positives. Some of us love it. Some of us have different relationships. But it's this, one of the things that we have to be doing, right, on this ongoing basis. We want to pack, you know, a variety of things for our children. But we want to make sure that there are things in there that they're going to love, things that, th- those staples. 
And for me, for my three boys who are in preschool and in grade two and grade four, it's the Quaker Chewy Granola Bar. Okay. It's the easy win. It makes packing lunches a breeze. And I'm telling you, they love it. It's something that, you know what? They've got the fruits, they've got the veggies, they've got their sandwich, and they love seeing the Quaker Chewy Granola Bar in there. It's made in a peanut-free facility here in Canada with 100% Quaker Canadian oats. I mean, it's it's a win-win for parents, for kids, for everyone in the family. So go for the easy wins because you're going to find them wherever you go and nationwide. And it's just something that they're going to love. Put a smile on their face, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I got to say, it's so funny that you mentioned uh, the Quaker Chewy um, granola bars because... That's something that I loved as a kid too. Me too. You know, and I would get so excited when I saw that, you know, in my lunch bag. And I'm like, oh yeah. And it was something that I always had growing up. And I'm 43. You know, I'm a proud 43-year-old mama of three. And um, it's so funny because when I became a mom, I started to buy them for my kids too. And I would always like, I don't even go and get like the small pack. And it's like, because I know that we're going to go through them. 100%. 100%. The value pack, obviously three boys, but the value pack, I also like to, to stock up on certain things, right? That, that is making it easier for me. So if I'm at the grocery store and I can purchase a value pack or I can stock up on these items that I know we're going to be using on a daily basis. So you know, the, you know, cold season is coming. I'm, I'm going to grab a couple boxes of Kleenex. I'm going to make sure that, you know, we have the things that my kids love, the things that I, I'm trying to anticipate that they're going to need. And then it's just one less thing that, that I have to think about on the daily basis. So exactly. It's nostalgic. We, I have actually three younger brothers, so it's just my lot in life to be surrounded by boys. But my three brothers and I, we used to love getting the Quaker Tree granola bars in our lunch too. So not only is it fun for the kids, but it brings back that little sense of nostalgia as well as in terms of, you know, making it easy for everyone. I absolutely love that. That is, that is a, not only is that an easy win, that is a great, fantastical, super excellent win. Like, I like that because it's so true. And do you find that you... Like that's a go-to snack in your home, not only for school, but just like like after school to bring to extracurricular activities on the weekend when I'm busy trying to like prepare something and the kids are like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, go. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and, and I'm not like, what do they usually come back with? Nine out of 10 times, it is the Quaker Chewy Granola Bar, you know, in, in one of the, you know, the flavors because- they have so many too, which is always yeah, there's awesome. a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch for sure. Not like, you know, obviously I like that it's like 100% whole grain Quaker oats, but they have all sorts of great flavors, delicious ingredients, chocolatey chips, real fruit, you name it. My kids love it. And two of my boys are playing rep hockey. So I'm always, you know, either heading to arena, picking up someone, there's going to be a Quaker treat bar in my purse whether it's, you know, for one of the boys or someone who forgot a snack or someone who's running back and forth. So, you know what, it's, it's just fun and it's an easy win and I will take it wherever I can get it. I have them. Parents, you need to do this. Okay. I'm going to share a little peanut tip with all of you guys. I have them in the console of my pickup truck. Okay. Mm. Because when you're driving, I'm hungry. Yeah. (laughs) I just open it up throwing them into the back seat. So I love that. I love that. What love else it. do we have for easy wins? 
Yeah, you know what? I think oftentimes because we are so inundated with messaging, sometimes it's 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 harder to 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 have those conversations and to be present with our kids and to just have those moments. But it's so important to hear these things from them and not always from the teacher or not always from, you know, an adult. So I feel like keeping communication open is going to be really great, but the kids may not be really sharing a lot with, about what's happening in school, right? Because maybe they're too tired or they don't remember, or sometimes they have a hard time processing. One of my kids is neurodivergent. So there's a lot of things that are going on in those little brains, but the beauty of it is having those, those small moments. And instead of those open-ended questions of like, Oh, like, how was your day? It's maybe when you're sitting down or right before bed, maybe it's like, so buddy, like, who did you play with at morning recess? And just asking something very simple, very direct that then leads to that sort of snowballing. And then what happened? And then they can get into it. And then, then that might spark another memory of something that happened in school that was positive or negative. And then you can kind of get that communication open. So I find it's easier to ask those really pointed questions in a time when they're not just, just getting home from school. That's another great one. And it's something that I always talk about on the show. It's open lines of communication and the communication is key Um, in any relationship, whether it be with our kids, whether it be with our life partners, our friends, our family with, you know, we're talking about back to school um, and how the school year is going so far, a month and a half in um, even with our teachers, you know, it's really important to have those open lines of communication. And one of the things it, you know, you had mentioned, you know, who did you play with today? And I love asking stuff like that, as opposed to, like you said, those open-ended questions that can be overwhelming for them. And it's hard to get information from them. You know, if they're, if they're not someone who likes to divulge a lot of info and depending how old your child is, they go through a stage where they don't want to tell you anything. Right. Yes. for sure. Um, so one of the things I do um, is at bedtime, I always ask, so what was your favorite part of today? You know, was it, was it at recess? Did you play with someone? Did you, did you play a new game? Um, Did something happen? Like, and their eyes light up. And it's also looking at the positives because even if they did have a bad day, when I asked them, what was the best part of your day? It just shows them that, Hey, you know what? There's always good. Yeah, there's so, that silver lining. Absolutely. I'm I'm happy that you said ask those those smaller, those pointed, those more direct questions. We are talking, we're doing a little check-in. It's a back to school. How we doing one month check-in with Andriana Gonko, um, the host of the Juggle Is Real podcast. Don't go anywhere because we've got more right after the break, right here on 640 Toronto. This is the parenting show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of Chicmama.ca. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You are tuned into 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. And of course, you are listening to The Parenting Show here. We've got Mama of Three and the host of the Juggle is Real podcast. And boy, is the juggle real. I'm talking about um, Andriana, Gonko, and... uh, Andriana, we're talking about 
back to school, which kind of seems silly to talk about We're back to in. school. We're checking yeah, in. Totally. Check in. But I think it's important. And I think that we don't do this enough and it should happen more often throughout the year, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just before the break, we were talking about how I like to to end off the days with my kids. And it's doing that little check-in at night saying, hey, what was the best part of your day? And always looking for positives, you know? And it's also a great way to like open up those lines of communication and, and find out how they're doing. And so we were also talking about some big wins. Um, and you had some great ideas and some great tips for us there. So what about bedtime? What can we talk about bedtime and like being in school? Cause it's much different than the summer break bedtime. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. And I mean, you know, now we, we have just around the corner, we've got daylight savings ending. And so oh. the evenings are darker, so that's going to help us out. But I mean, Bedtime can be a struggle. It can be a challenge in in many households, you know, children who don't want to go to bed or they may have a hard time falling asleep and really, you know, good nights lead to better mornings. And so having a, a bedtime routine can really be helpful regardless of how old your children are, you know, and it's, it's going to change. It's going to vary depending on, on how old they are, but you can really manage those expectations and you can really be clear with your kids in a kind way. That's going to support them in winding down. You know, my boys are pretty rambunctious. I don't know why, but like the bath time and the shower time often leads to wrestling time. So it's like, okay, we've got the gross motor happening, but being very clear with, okay, we can have five minutes of silly time. And then we're going to get into, you know, you know, our bedtime story and winding down. So I really feel that having visual, a visual component of what the bedtime routine is, is helpful. Like I mentioned, one of my kiddos has ADHD. So depending on what your kids are like, having those visual cues is really going to help them when they don't quite understand how much time is left or or what they should be doing at any given point in time. So having that visual, it doesn't have to be fancy. Okay. Like you don't have to be the, the Pinterest mom and with, you know, everything super fancy, it can be, you know, a magic marker on a piece of lined paper, but just showing visually with a cute little drawing or with words, written words, depending on what level your kids are. And then you're backing it up with the verbal communication. So you don't feel like you're saying things a million times, right? You're just clearly let's point out what's going on on our chart. We're going to go to this phase and then we're heading here and then we're heading here. And, and I find that it's just been so helpful. It's been a game changer. Not that we don't know it, but sometimes now that we're, you know, maybe six weeks into the school year, if we didn't have time before, or maybe we're noticing that the bedtime routine has kind of gotten out of control, we can come back to it, you know? So whatever those items might be for your kids, it might be the snack time. You might be grabbing the Quaker Chewy Granola Bar. You might be then having bath, reading a story, whatever it is. I find that that clear communication again is really going to make a difference. I like that. I like having the visual cues and you know what, not only for the kids, but that's how I deal. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. how I learn and that's how I work. So I think it would also keep me as a mama on track, you know? Um, 100%. So I, I love, I love that idea. And I'm glad that you said that you don't have to be a Pinterest mom because Andriana, I got to tell you, I'm totally not a Pinterest mom. No, me neither, <laughs> Pina. Me neither. I wa- I strive to be. But I mean, you know, if we're going for the easy win and all I have is a few crayons and a piece of lined paper, I'm just going to, I'd rather have that than nothing at all. Right. And that's like, sometimes we just have to 
you know, when we're striving for perfection, we're going to fall short inevitably, right? Because it's impossible to be perfect, right? So what is the best next thing that you can do with the time, the energy and the resources that you have? So whatever works best for you, but maybe try it. If you haven't implemented something like that, maybe try it and see if it helps. I like that. Okay. So, so we're going to bed, we've got a plan, but now we're waking up and (laughs) I don't know how your boys are, but I'll tell you, if my kids do not get enough sleep, especially my oldest, Samantha, oh, it's a cranky morning. Oh. It's a cranky morning and her <laughs> crankiness passes on to her sister and brother. It's like through osmosis. Okay. like <laughs> Turns into a vibe. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so mornings. Yeah. Let's talk mornings. Yeah. I mean, so the good night is going to lead to a better morning, right? So if we can get the kids to bed at, you know, a decent time, if they can have that restful sleep. So maybe they have a nightlight or a weighted blanket or their favorite stuffy or just a room that's nice and quiet and, and dark, that's going to maybe help for when we wake up. But mornings can be the most hectic time for families. Mm. In my house, my husband leaves for work very, very early in the morning before we we all wake up. So it's it's me and my three boys. And so things can turn Things can turn quickly, in a right? And, like, yes, and, and, and then sometimes I like look around and I say, what happened in here? Like, it's like a tornado went through the house and it's like, all we did was have breakfast and pack lunches. But anyway, what, what I think can be really helpful that I have learned is also implementing sort of the, the morning routine for your children, making it really predictable. So simplifying it as much as possible because kids really thrive on structure. So this can be really helpful because, you know, in the summer months when things are kind of like airy fairy, you could do whatever you want. Time kind of collapses in the morning. We have a very short window to get those items done. So when you start the day with a routine, it can help. It can help their moods because they know what's expected of them. They know what it is that they have to do. I like to have something fun in there that when they complete those tasks of it, very simply having breakfast, getting dressed and brushing their teeth. Oh, and I, and I include making the bed for the older two, then they can choose an activity. So it can be going out to play mini sticks. It can be watching a few minutes of a television show that they really like, but having that very consistent list of those few items that works for you is going to be helpful. Yeah. And again, those visual cues are helpful as well. So if you can have a little written list or a few little drawings, something scribbled out, that's going to help your kids know what that routine is. It's going to, it's going to allow them because they, they want to do well. They want to thrive. They want to be independent. So when they know what is expected of them, then they're going to feel really good and really proud of themselves when they achieve that milestone. Yeah. I back to those, those visual cues. I'm really liking that. It's nothing that I've done before. And even like you said, if it's like, like a checklist with like a little drawing next to it or something, it's just like, okay, did that what's next on the list. And it also helps us parents out because if you're giving them these responsibilities, like, Hey, you are responsible for making your bed. You're responsible for grabbing your snack. Go, go grab your, you know, (laughs) Quaker chewy granola bar and put it in your lunch bag. You know, like it's these little things that they can also, by doing that, they can help us out. And when we work together, it leads to a, less stressful morning and something that just like runs smoothly. Right. And that sets sets the tone for for the day. day. Yes. We're saying the same thing. (laughs) Absolutely. And really quickly, Pina, I'll just say 
I've learned that not having a rewards based system is better. So not doing the rewards, not like if you get this many check marks, then you get a toy or then you I get love a this. it's not rewards based. So it's really boosting their own confidence and independence and making them feel good because they are doing what's expected of them. You know what? I love you even more for saying that now. I loved you before, but now I love you even more because I'm not about these rewards. Mm-hmm. I never understood the rewards. Like, you know, every now and again, maybe something, sure. But I, I feel that our kids need to learn that, well, this is just life and these are the things I need to do. And there's not always going to be a reward because that's not how real life is. You know, so I love it because you said it's just there, like, you know what I mean? It's to boost their confidence, like, and like to think, okay, this is, this is the stuff I need to do. This is the stuff I need to do for myself. So I, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. And like you said, and like we both said, it just sets the tone. If we have a really good morning, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. We are talking about school. It's our little month and a half check in with um the host of the juggle is real podcast mom of three uh andriana gonko don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on 640 toronto this is the parenting show You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday and this is 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me tonight, I've got the amazing Andriana Gonko. She is the host of the Juggle Is Real podcast, mama of three, lifestyle expert. We're checking in. We're checking in to see how the school year is going with the kids. Um, but Andriana, how's the school year going for us parents? Seriously, it's the Sunday night school year checking. And I feel like at the heart of it, you know, we got to make sure that we're looking out for ourselves because there's so much output we're, we're giving to everyone around us. There's so many things to do, so many emails to read, so many things to pack and to expect. And yeah, we got to make sure that we are filling our cup, right? You know what? Filling our cup. Everyone at home, write that down. Fill your cup and remind yourself of that. I am a firm believer in filling my cup and doing what I need to do as a mama. So I'm in a good place because let's get real. If us parents are not in a good place, our kids will not be in a good place. And they pick up on energy. They're not stupid, are they? Mm, you're so right. You're so right. And I feel like the the energy that we put out there, right? That's what we're going to get back. And like you're talking about with your daughter, you know, if she wakes up grouchy, that kind of like emanates throughout the whole household. And that that happens for me too. I mean, I, I, I know that we don't necessarily want to wake up earlier than we have to, but I will say, Pina, it has been such a game changer for me. And if you want to talk about self-care, I'm a firm believer that it doesn't take a lot, right? We don't need to carve out, you know, full weeks or full days on end, although that's important and that's great too. 
But those little moments where we can find that time just for ourselves to nurture, kind of regulate our nervous system, bring ourselves back. For me, I do that first thing in the morning so I can start my day right. So it doesn't happen every time, but I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to wake up before my kids because I like my coffee hot. I like to have a few minutes of quiet before, you know, the kids start running through and wrestling and playing mini sticks and doing all the things. So as much as I, you know, didn't want to do that at first. And I was like, oh, I'm not a morning person and getting into the habit, starting small, like 15 minutes earlier, 20 minutes earlier. I now set my alarm a lot earlier than when my kids wake up because I enjoy that time so much. It is just for me. It is for no one else. And it truly, truly starts me and sets me off on the right foot because then I'm ready. I'm ready to take on the day. I'm ready to help get the kids ready for school. And I'm ready to just be sort of, you know, that quote unquote best version of myself where like my cup is full. So I'm not trying to pour from an empty cup already. And it's, it's going to be different for everyone. If you, if you have a really little one that's still waking up a lot in the night, you know, that time for sleep might be really, really important, but if you can, you know, a few extra minutes does go a long way. You know what? It's something that, um, I have been doing as well. And it's just like setting my alarm, like 45 minutes earlier, so I can jump in the shower, get a kickstart on my day. And because I'm the kind of girl, mama, um, you know, that needs a quiet, calm start, right? So I yes. need that peace, that that just that silence, those moments to myself. Um, and I honestly, like we were talking about, you know, the kids starting off their morning and then just setting the tone for the rest of the day. And I think it's really important that we, as parents, we do the same thing, right? Absolutely. If it's important to them, why wouldn't it be important to us? You know, like you said, to sit down, have that cup of coffee when it's hot or that cup of tea or take that shower or just like journal or sit in your bed. You know what I mean? And just like, okay, I'm I'm just going to slowly wake up and I'm going to do me for a second. Um, or maybe if you know that it's going to be crazy, like let's, let's get some breakfast in us. If you're a breakfast person, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or maybe steal one of their Quaker chewy granola bars while they're still sleeping. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Chip mean, for hey, me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I love the apple crumble. I don't know. It's like, reminds me of maybe childhood. I think it's like total nostalgia. The peach what? one. I've too, never but... tried that one. <laughs> Delicious, delicious. But like you're saying, Pina, I mean, and it doesn't have to be in the morning. Okay. So in the morning works really well for me. It might not be for everyone, or maybe you're like, well, I already have to wake up at the crack of dawn. So what's earlier (laughs) than the crack? I don't know, but finding those moments and scheduling it in, you know, you've got all of these things, your, your, your schedule is probably jam packed. Can you take those few minutes, you know, instead of eating lunch at your desk. Can you actually, you know, close the, d- the devices, maybe get outside, spend 10 minutes in nature or getting some fresh air or actually just chewing and swallowing and, and, and actually eating and not just like wolfing things down while you're on the go. And that's something that I've had to learn as well. And, and I'm not always perfect. I'll say last week I was, it was a very hectic day and I didn't end up eating like a real meal until 3 PM. And it was after school pickup and it was takeout while I watched my kids from my car, they were in the park and I was eating takeout from my car. It's not perfect. But if you can carve out that time for yourself, you're going to be so much better because of it. 
And your kids are obviously going to benefit from that. And so when we talk about mom guilt and all these things, all like, oh, I really should do this, or I really shouldn't do that. And we're, we're giving so much to the kids or giving so much to our coworkers and our colleagues and everyone around us. Really, if we really wanted to give them the best version of ourselves, that means putting ourselves first. That means prioritizing our needs. That means releasing whatever guilt you might feel because you know that when you do give yourself that little extra time and, and for, for you listening, I mean, good on you, like kudos for, for tuning in tonight, for, for wanting to know what's going on in this, this sort of start of the year check-in and, and wanting to, to better yourself and, and, and do things in maybe a more peaceful and and easier way, because it's only going to benefit everyone around you. I love it. And it doesn't, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be something that is a day long or a week long. Although those, those are really lovely too. Don't get me wrong, you know, but it could be, you know, after dinner, if you can, or after you put the kids to bed, going, jumping in, taking a bath, you know, Mm -hmm. reading a chapter of your favorite book or, or catching like, you know, an episode of your favorite TV show, just taking some time to check in with yourself and doing the things that you love to know that, Hey, you know what? Like there's a hashtag I always use and it's more than just a mom. So to remind yourself that you are more than just a mom or you're more than just a dad, you're more than just a parent. Right. And it's a hashtag I've always been using. Um, it's years now and it's something I live and swear by. So thank you. I love, 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 love that. Love everything you've been saying. Um, so obviously the next question for you is if people want to find you, where can they find you? Where can, where can they tune into the juggle is real podcast? Because the juggle is real. (laughs) It is real. I wasn't lying, you know, and you know what we like to explore. It's, it is a personal development. It's a self-help style podcast, but really I'm looking at ways to make life easier for you. How can you find more mindfulness in your days? And you can find it wherever you listen to your podcast. So the juggle is real. I also just want to mention that I have a self-care guide that if you're struggling to find that time for yourself, if you're finding it a real challenge, or maybe you just haven't thought about what might work for you, it's based around five pillars of well-being to nurture, nourish, move, grow, and discard which might be the most important, letting go of the things yes. that do not serve you. So you can find that at andriana.com, A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A.com. And on Instagram, I share a lot on Instagram. So my handle is Andriana G. So A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. And uh, that free guide is on there as well. Gosh, okay. Free guide, go get it check out the website, listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, go follow on social. There you go. You've got everything. So this way the conversation can continue on. And I think that that's what we need. This is something that we need to be doing throughout the year, not just a week into the school year, not one month into the school year, but we need to do it more consistently. And like you said at the beginning of the show, you know what? We need to give ourselves some grace. And um, thank you. I think that's like a huge takeaway. So thank you for saying that. Thank you for joining me on the show tonight. If any of you guys missed any of this, you can always catch it on our podcast, which is also available um, anywhere you love to download your podcast. So go check it out, download it, listen to it again, listen to it to 
three, four, five times throughout the year. Um, and uh, and for now, though, Andriana, I'm I'm gonna go and 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 steal one of the the, the kids' Quaker Chewy granola bars, and uh, and take, take take a little lock myself in the bathroom and take five minutes. That's my self care for tonight. <laughs> I love it, Peanut. I love it. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. And we will catch the rest of you guys next week. Same time, same place as The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Peanut Crispo of chicmama.ca. 